it's Colin. Welcome to the podcast, where we discuss everyday hacks for taking one step forward in your own life. For episode number three, I just wanted to first start off by saying thank you to everybody who has showed me support throughout all of this. It really does mean the world to me, and I do plan on continuing doing the podcast. But one of the problems that I've faced in my own personal life is having consistency. Um, it's really been a struggle for me, especially with having ADHD. I feel like I get hyper-focused on certain things for a good two or three weeks, and then either something happens in my personal life or I just get bored, or there's an obstacle that's in the way, and I lose interest. And if you ever want to get good at anything, the obstacle is the way. And the discipline you acquire while doing things that are strenuous are what will carry you throughout doing things that are challenging. For example, if you want to go to the gym early in the morning, 5 or 6 o'clock, whatever it is, once you build the habit of going to the gym in the morning, even when you don't feel like it, the discipline you've acquired, the habit that you've built will push you through that fatigue, will push you through you wanting to stay in bed. So... What I would really like to get out of this podcast is learning how to be consistent and holding myself accountable, Um, but I digress. One of the reasons why I wanted to have this episode in the first place was because I wanted to talk about why getting fired was probably the best thing to, to ever happen to me. In the first episode, I talked about briefly getting fired from one of my jobs because of my medication and just other things, but I really wanted to delve into that today and get into the nitty-gritty details of it and explain the process by which I navigated being unemployed and pushing myself as much as I could to be as productive while showing myself compassion throughout that whole endeavor. So I got hired at this job in April of 2021. And before that, I remember discussing with my therapist how afraid I was of this job because of my ADHD and the way in which my ADHD manifests is by me being very forgetful, having poor time management, Um, my impulse is very poor, showing up late, procrastination, all of the, everything that you could think of for ADHD is pretty much what I embody. And as proud of myself as I am, it's still something that I'm continuing to work through to this day. And I discussed it with my therapist at the time, and 
she had been advocating for me to be on medication and I was so resistant to it because I, it's not that I was stubborn, but it's just, I've navigated my whole life without medication and I felt like it was something that I just didn't really need. But it got to a certain point where fear ended up being the one in the driver's seat and I was in the passenger seat just letting it take its course. So my therapist referred me to a psychiatrist and I expressed to her my symptoms of impulsiveness, forgetfulness, um, my inability to follow through, etc. So she put me on medication. She put me on 10 milligrams of Adderall. And at first, for the first couple weeks, I was doing really, really well. I was actually experiencing what reward was like once I completed a task, because usually when I do something, I don't really feel the reward, <clears throat> excuse me, of it. Um, so I was able to feel accomplishment after doing things. I was able to make my bed every single day. I was very focused, like when I would read on my leisure time. I remember reading books in like a week when usually it takes me like two or three months to read a book. So the fact that I was doing that along with retaining all the information was incredible. And I really was seeing the benefit of being on medication. However, I wanted the effects to last longer because I felt like they were only for a few hours and then it died off. So she upped my medication to to 12.5. And after she did that, I feel like everything went downhill from there, where I was becoming very short-tempered, I was having episodes of depression, having panic attacks, and ultimately what ended up happening was that it was affecting my job. And I was panicking in the middle of work, or I would get really furious and have to walk away from my desk. Um, and my panic attacks were actually so bad, uh, to the point where I thought I was going into anaphylactic shock after eating something because I have a peanut allergy and I thought peanuts were in there and I rushed myself to urgent care just to find out I was fine. And the whole thing, it was really, it was really a mess, but I wasn't prioritizing my job. And... My manager had told me once before, she was, like, she, we talked, and she was she just was making sure everything's okay, and I was like, yeah, everything's fine, just some personal things. And after a certain while, I got called into my manager's office, and the owner of the company was there as well. And she had pretty much given me my termination letter stating that there was insubordination and I wasn't completing my assignments and leaving work and just things that were really out of character for me. And this was probably one of the hardest things I've ever had to go through in my life because this was a job where I really felt like I could thrive and blossom in. I was a uh, I was a case manager for people who 
needed community services, people who were on disability and couldn't work and just needed help with day-to-day -day living. And I was the person there developing these treatment plans for them, creating goals and strategies in which they can attain their goals or even just pursue their goals and just helping people get their lives back on track was something that was so, so fulfilling for me. And having been told that you are not good enough for the job, that all of the effort that you're putting in isn't good enough was the most heartbreaking thing I ever heard. And I just remember being in my car and just being so upset and crying because I really thought this was what I was going to do. This was, this was the way for me. And having been fired and that being so out of my control, I just felt so helpless. And I just remember going home that day, talking to my family, and they showed me a lot of compassion and empathy that day. And throughout the day, it just didn't feel real. It kind of felt like I, was, I just had a day off. But as the days progressed, it just felt weird not working. It felt weird not getting my stuff ready, seeing my clients, and... I just wasn't doing anything with my days and so that really really affected my mental health and some of the things that helped me throughout that process was keeping track of my physical health so that meant going to the gym getting some sun throughout my day and it was very helpful because it was the summer so I was able to go to the beach and stuff like that like go in the ocean like sit in the sun catch a tan um, going to the gym going to the beach getting some sun going on jogs hanging out with friends that was really helpful because I don't know if you've ever experienced being unemployed but when you're sitting there not doing anything it you just start questioning yourself. You start doubting yourself. You you start to think, like, is it me? Like, am I doing something wrong? And from there, you just go down a rabbit hole of self-deprecation and doubt, essentially. So being around my friends was really something that, that helped me throughout that process. And just knowing that I'm loved. Because throughout that period of being unemployed, when I was by myself and just sending out applications after applications, going on job interviews that didn't work out, there were moments where I didn't feel that love for myself that I so needed to just prosper as a person. And that love fleeting away from me just made me feel so empty and hopeless you know but my friends are so such encouraging people and I'm so grateful to to have them in my life and aside from having my physical health be in check by going to the gym going to the beach but and then also hanging out with my friends I think what also really helped me was going to therapy and therapy had been something or is still something that I do 
I've been doing it since I was 20 years old. We're working on emotional regulation and having some balance in my life. And during that time period, that emotional regularity was such an important part of my well-being because for me personally, if I am focused on doing something and I'm just going about my day, if I have one bad thought in my mind and I don't have the resiliency to keep myself in check, that thought can quickly turn negative because my mind just races very quickly. So having a therapist in my corner to help me with that emotional regulation was was so helpful for me and it allowed me to catch old patterns. It allowed me to see and understand where my thought process would have taken me. And without that, I don't know how I would have navigated ever being unemployed without thinking of myself so lowly. Um, but also, while being unemployed, something I really developed was having confidence in myself. But having the confidence to know that even if I'm not feeling okay, that's okay. It's okay to not always be okay. It's okay to not always be happy. And that feeling your emotions, no matter which way they take you, whether it's positive or negative, it's, it's okay. And it's important to catch yourself when you start feeling like crap because you feel like crap. It's a double negative. It's You're just digging your hole deeper and deeper. You're just making yourself feel awful because you feel awful. Like you're questioning yourself saying, oh my god, why do I feel awful? I feel terrible. What's wrong with me? And quickly, soon enough, you end up going about your day to being in this pit of anxiety and sadness. And it happens so quickly right before your eyes. For me personally, I know that firsthand. It can happen so quickly. You're just going about your day and a couple bad thoughts take you to somewhere where you don't want to be. But even still, if you end up in that place, it's okay. And having gone to therapy, having done the work, it's really important for me to have that compassion for myself have the compassion to understand that you are not your thoughts. You are the response to your thoughts. You have control over the response you have toward your thoughts, right? Your thoughts are essentially a byproduct of the external environment around you, but you ultimately have the control as to how you respond to these things. And understanding that you have the power within you to change the direction in which you are headed. You have the power within you to stop yourself when you are in the middle of a crisis to to ground yourself to understand where you are 
in your own internal environment and navigate the way through that. So going back to why me being unemployed was the best thing to happen to me, I feel as though it helped me ground myself and it really helped me to navigate how I wanted to go about my life. And one of the ways in which it helped me do that is by allowing me to ask myself what it was I really, really wanted out of my life. And I had known that social work wasn't exactly the specific route I wanted to take. However, I knew, I've always known that I do want to work with people. And this is when my interest in neuroscience had actually started to peak, just based on some books I've read and just people that I follow on Instagram and some articles that I read about recent studies that have been published. And I knew that that spark within me was being lit every time I was reading one of my books or when I was listening to a podcast or if I was reading an article about a recent study that had been published, that spark is something that I had to listen to. I I didn't have a choice at this point because I didn't have a job to keep me in that regiment of just getting through the day. And with all of this free time that I had, I was forced to look in the direction in which that spark was taking me. And it ended up being toward neuroscience. It ended up being toward the brain. And it also ended up being working with people. So sometimes in life, even the hardest things that happen to you, the outcome that's that's behind that is worthwhile. And being unemployed allowed me to hone in on who I am as a person, where I stand in the world, and how I wanted to navigate my way through the world. It allowed me to it forced me to look at the positive even though I had been faced with so many negatives and just to go back to the point that I made previously even the worst thing that could have happened to me ended up being one of the best things that could have happened to me and even in those moments of despair depression, anxiety, self-doubt, crying, it it ended up really, really working out for me because had I not been fired, I wouldn't be where I am today. And I could have been taking all of this for, for granted. And I'm so, I'm very grateful for all of that that happened. And the point that I'm trying to make with all of this is, again, when bad things happen to you, when 
tragic things happen to you, something really beautiful could be on the other side of that. And in those moments where you do feel that despair, that anger, that depression, it's okay. You know, it's it's really okay to feel all of those things. You don't want to make yourself feel like garbage just because you feel like garbage. You're just digging your hole deeper and deeper. So one of the biggest lessons that being unemployed taught me is that it's okay to feel all of the range of emotions that you might be feeling and that one of the ways to work through that is essentially to work through that, to push yourself through the pain. Because when you are sitting in your pity and you're sitting in your depression, there's no movement, there's no progression, there's no pushing against the resistance. And once you do push against the resistance, there's so much growth that comes from that. It teaches your body that just because you're feeling pain doesn't mean that this is the end. And it teaches you that even through all of the sadness that might come with tragic things, life moves on, unfortunately. But fortunately also because it teaches you that you have to keep up. And it's okay to sit with yourself and feel those emotions, but you can't sit there forever and not do anything about your life. Because at the end of the day, your life is your life. And you have the ultimate control behind what actions you take toward bettering your life. And it's up to you. It's up to you to get up and do that thing that you've always wanted to do. It's up to you to put yourself in a position where you are bettering yourself every single day. And bettering yourself doesn't always mean having a tangible outcome. Bettering yourself and progressing throughout your life could mean catching those old patterns that you might have slipped into. So before you slip into that anxiety-provoking situation, catching yourself before it happens is progress. You know, those old patterns that you have used as a defense mechanism or your ego's way of protecting you and being able to catch yourself in those moments and altering your behavior accordingly is, is progression. So for me, it, it was always hard to not see progress as something tangible, as something, for example, going up in my bench press or getting a shorter time in my mile. That was progression to me. Or even like getting a better grade on my exam. That was progression. I didn't always see progression as catching those old patterns or catching yourself before an anxiety attack. But growth happens in such unexpected ways that you might not even realize it. And going through day to day, 
you may it may be so much harder to see that growth. However, if you look back six months ago or a year ago to where you are now, as a person, no matter whether tangibly you went up or down, you've grown as a person. Even if you've made worse decisions from that point and ended up being somewhere where you thought you would never expect, you've still grown because you're able to look back and say, wow, like I've made my mistakes along the way. And it's okay that I made those mistakes. How am I supposed to know those mistakes that I made were going to be detrimental? Because the person I am can see the mistakes from the person that I was. And being able to make that distinction between who you were versus who you are is growth. And no matter what you're doing, you're, you're always growing as a person. As long as you're taking one step forward to put yourself in a position to better your life, you're, you're growing. If you're trying, you're growing. No matter what capa- no matter what capacity that is, you're growing. And part of growing is part of growing is taking those leaps of faith. And part of growing is learning from those leaps of faith. So before I wrap things up, if you've listened this far, I just want to say thank you for listening this far. And there are more podcasts that I plan on putting out. Um, I do plan on having guests, but I have to figure out through GarageBand how to synchronize two voices, two audios into one file. So once I do that, I'll start having guests. But until then, it's just going to be me. Um, Thank you so much for tuning in, and I'll see you next time. Bye. Hey guys, thank you so much for tuning into the podcast. Thank you for your support. It really does mean the world to me. If you want to reach out to me, you can talk to me on my social media. That is Colin Weinberger, C-O-L-L-I-N-W-E-I-N-B-E-R-G-E-R. Or if you want to go on my website, that is colinweinberger.net. If you do want to be a guest on my podcast, feel free to reach out to me on my Instagram Or if you would like to hear a certain topic be discussed, you can also reach out to me through that as well. Thank you guys so much for listening, and I really appreciate you.